From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever, shall be world without end amen praise ye the lord the lord's name be praised together the venite O come let us sing unto the lord let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms for the lord is a great god and a great king above all gods in his hands are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 28 is on page 373. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my strength. Think no scorn of me, lest if thou make as though thou hearest not, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my humble petitions when I cry unto thee, when I hold up my hands toward the mercy seat of the holy temple. O pluck me not away, neither destroy me with the ungodly and wicked doers, which speak friendly to their neighbors, but imagine mischief in their hearts. Reward them according to their deeds, and according to the wickedness of their own inventions. Recompense them after the work of their hands. Pay them that they have deserved. For they regard not in their mind the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. Therefore he shall break them down and not build them up. Praised be the Lord, for he hath heard the voice of my humble petition. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart dances for joy and in my song will I praise him. The Lord is my strength, and he is the wholesome defense of his anointed. O oh, save thy people, and give thy blessing unto thine inheritance. Feed them, and set them up forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth chapter of Proverbs. Does not wisdom cry out, and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill, beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O you simple ones, understand prudence, and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. 
All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and do not silver, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. Here end of the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifteenth verse of the fifth chapter of the Epistle to the Ephesians. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand that the will of what the will of the Lord is, and do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Here endeth the second lesson.
Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our lesson for Ephesians today, um, we must bear in mind, it, as we've talked about the last couple of days, these, all these behavioral exhortations are 
um, presented by St. Paul as the consequence of, of what's happened, that, that we, you know, especially talking to Gentile Ephesians or those to whom this letter is written, that, that those who are outside of God's covenant promises has, has been brought in, have been brought into the, the, the covenant and they've experienced this grace and so now here is how life is supposed to be ordered. And this teaching about marriage is particularly interesting in, in our time because uh, the, the, the problem people have with the passage is that they tend to interpret it in light of you know, Western conversations about patriarchy or rights or you know, any, any number of, of things that are, that are brought to bear on the text, none of which Ephesians is talking about. Um, and there's a couple of very important points that are being made in Ephesians here. One, <clears throat> one is that it's making a statement about the reality of marriage. It's not saying, gosh, it'd be better if we all did it this way. St. Paul is saying it at, at, the, at the foundation of it. Um, the essential thing about marriage is the union of Christ and his church. That's the plan that God had before the foundation of the world to to unite his people with himself through this thing called the marriage. And therefore, marriages, um, human marriages, reflect that divine archetypical marriage. That's the meaning of marriage. And one of the problems we're having in our time right now is that once you, and, and historically, even when people didn't, didn't sort of wholeheartedly embrace that, it always was kind of a narrative that informed it. The problem now is that people having rejected the idea that the essential thing marriage is, is the union of Christ in his church, and marriage reflects that is, well then what is it? It's, it's whatever you want it to be. What, it's, it's any contractual arrangement between two human beings to do whatever that has no meaning beyond itself, and that's the key thing here. In marriage has a sacramental meaning because the, the thing, the institution itself is meant to point this, this dynamic of love between a husband and a wife, the reciprocity of giving and receiving is supposed to mirror, be a sign of the, the way, the, the interaction of Christ and his church, a sacramental sign for the world. Once you take that narrative meaning away, well, what is this thing? A way I'm going to be happy something I'm going to get from someone else, some generic concept. Mm -hmm. And one of the... Don't do that. I'm out to eat. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Let me do it again. Can somebody mute that? <laughs> They're looking to do that. Somebody said... Just a minute, I'll grab that. I think your mic's on. There we go. Um, so the the whole idea of of marriage that's that's really the confusion of of marriage relationships in our time is nobody knows what the story is. <clears throat> now, what Ephesians is really dealing with is not the question of Western Western ideas of patriarchy or any misogyny. It's really dealing with the disorder of human relationships rooted in Genesis chapter three. And if we pay close attention to Ephesians, we'll see that that um, St. Paul is, is, is talking about the reordering that which was disordered. Two essential things happen in Genesis three. First, in that, in that narrative, 
Eve, the woman, acted unilaterally in eating the fruit. Second, Adam, the husband, stood there and watched it and did nothing, did not intervene, did not engage in any way. <clears throat> so when St. Paul says in this marriage, in this reordering of the disorder of the fall, um, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as to the Lord. <clears throat> if we look at the Genesis narrative very carefully, we'll see that, that Eve had received the commandment not to eat the fruit through her husband, who was created first and Eve was created, who had received the commandment from God. So the distrust in the Genesis 3 passage, the eating was both a distrust of husband and also distrust of God. Adam was supposed to be the head of the garden, you know, you're, you're in charge of it, and he allows this created being, this snake, to slither on in and start uttering things to his wife, and I think probably this is the first instance of fear in the Bible, it's my, that's my speculation. You know, what Adam should have done is, you know, what are you doing in my garden? Where's the axe? If I haven't made one yet, I'll make one now, and chop your head off. Um, and uh, instead, he just, he freezes in fear and doesn't intervene at all. So what St. Paul is really talking about, wives, submit your husbands. I mean, stays connected to your husband. You don't, don't act unilaterally. Don't undermine the, the community that you have, you have created. And Adam, don't run away uh, when it, and stand and abdicate, but love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it enter into the, the, the fray and don't, don't abdicate because that's the standard disorder of human relationships in marriages is that husbands abdicate, wives sort of act on their own and there's all this tension and, that, and, and recrimination and, and in Christ this is supposed to be healed. And that's in that sign of, of and, and this, the one thing we have to be very uh, adamant about as Christians is that we cannot be allergic to this word submission. We all must submit. <laughs> Submitting yourselves one to another, the husband submits to the wife by dying for it. The wife stays connected to her. And this is a fundamentally Christian word because Christ became obedient unto death, submitted himself to, to everything for our sake. And we get caught up in this kind of worldly language of I'm going to be what I wanted be and I'm going to do what I want to do. <clears throat> if we do that, we just understand we're, we're just a universe away from the New Testament. <laughs> and so getting back to a fundamental point here that, um, that uh, this is about the ordering of light that comes out of being reconciled with God in Christ through the Spirit. This is how we're called to live. It's not something we have to impose on the world, but it's something as a community of faith we're called to live. And a closing note, just to, to tie something uh, in Proverbs. Unfortunately, the prayer book reading for Proverbs, the lectionary, skips a lot of the chapters that talk about the, the adulterous woman who calls the, the simple boy away from wisdom, and wisdom is seen as the woman who calls him to, 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 to do the right. And these images um, kind of pertain to the church as the bride, the woman who calls us to wisdom, and the unfaithful woman. If we go forward to Revelation, we'll see in, in chapter 18, there's this whore of Babylon who, who's offering a cup. 
And it's almost like that's kind of what the world is doing now. The world is like the, you know, and especially parts of the church, the unfaithful woman that's off. So you can, you can have whatever you want. You can, you can do it your way and you can have this. And it's, it's, it's false. Because um, the one thing that's clear about the, the marriage arrangements in our time is they're not working. <laughs> that, 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 that this is the, 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 the way things, this is what marriage is. And only by ordering according to the archetypical pattern of, of uh, Christ's love for his people and the people's res response and love only when marriage and indeed all of life in the church is ordered according to that mutual giving and, and mutual submission doesn't even work. And so wisdom calls us to understand that, calls us to that sacrificial love and calls us to resist the call of the world to, to, to live in a different way than that. So a few extended thoughts about today's lesson. Continue with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who by thy Son Jesus Christ did give commandment to the apostles that they should go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, grant to us whom thou hast called into thy church a ready will to obey thy word, and fill us with a hearty desire to make thy way known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Thank Just you. Great. Yeah, green days of epiphany will resume our practice of prayer and fasting for mission now going on through Lent until we get to Easter on Wednesday. So. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bob, you got a minute? Yes, sir. Do you want to okay. go back on a different blue jeans so we're not recorded? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Let's do that.